Hi, gorgeous. Welcome to Fitness and Mimosas, a podcast of girlfriends from around the world who lift up each other, celebrate each other, and embrace our own definition of beautiful. So let's go ahead and put down our kettlebells, slide into a pair of sexy slitters, and have a great time. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Hi, beautifuls. Today we are welcoming the gorgeous Charlene Azaire, who's the fearless leader of a weight gain and booty building community and cultivating fit and bougie lifestyles. How are you doing, beautiful? Girl, I am doing awesome. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. I've actually never been on a podcast, and it's also <laughs> one of my fears, so we're doing it. <laughs> Well, I once saw a quote that fear is like wearing a fur coat on the beach when you could be in your bikini. So, you know, so I love the fact that you took they took the jump and you did it. Um, yeah, you know, I just figured that it's just, I need to step out of my comfort zone in order to be successful in life. So, you know what? Let's just do the damn thing. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, to quote, so you had a quote on your my in your Instagram that I absolutely love. I almost said MySpace, but that's like really dating myself because that's not relevant. <laughs> but, but to quote your Instagram, you recently put up it's a mindset and a lifestyle. It's looking good and feeling better. It's being you unapologetically. If y'all didn't know, I'm bougie with the booty. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so welcome to Fitness and Business Podcast. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's taken me some time to, you know, be comfortable in my own skin and really just love, you know, the person that I am and fitness and fashion have done that for me. So that's how, you know, the fit and bougie mindset, mindset and lifestyle came about. Oh, I love that. Can you share a little bit more about your story? Like how, how those were two were so instrumental in you being comfortable in your own skin? Yeah, so I think if I go way back, I think maybe 2013 is when I, you know, started my fitness journey, and um, I, like, downloaded my fitness pal, and I was like, all right, we're going to do this, we're going to gain some weight, we're going to, you know, be comfortable in our own skin, and long story short, you know, between 2013 and 2017, it was just a hot mess, like, I had no idea what I was doing, um, there were lots of, like, downs, and I just, like, you know, gave up at times, um, you know, fast forward to 2017, I got it all the way together, and figured out, like, how I needed to um, mold fitness and um, nutrition into my lifestyle, it can't just be something with a quick little fix, because it's not going to work, so mm -hmm. I figured, okay, let's just take my two favorite things and figure it out. So fitness and fashion. And I was like, all right, well, I love, absolutely love looking amazing in like clothes and makeup. And I felt like, okay, if I can work out, train, I'll feel even more comfortable in these clothes. And I know it's not, you know, just about how I felt on the outside. It's also how I felt on the inside. So for me, it was just like a mindset shift where I just needed to feel and ask like the best version of myself without apologies. So that's how I kind of came up with the fit and bougie like mindset and lifestyle. I love that. That's that's yeah. so awesome. And I have to say, I love the fact that you're so transparent and that there were a few times where you sort of got back up, fell off of it, got back up, fall off of that. Because like I know personally, it's probably the same thing for you too, but personally when I meet clients, 
I love to hear that from them that like they had that sort of up and down just because that's part of a cycle. So the more a person has fallen and back up, gone back up, that's the more like metrics are the more what I'm trying to say, like um, positive arrows saying that they are going to be successful because you're going to feel mm-hmm. normally at least seven times before you begin, you know, and you all and you do make it. So what were the keys exactly. when you did fall down? How were you able to get back up? Well, I remembered why I decided to start doing this in the first place. Like I knew that I wanted a change in my life. I knew that I wanted to feel comfortable and just feel like the best version of myself. So, you know, if I stopped, then I would just still be living in this life that I wasn't really happy. And so I was like, you know what, let's just continue to try. Like just keep on trying because as long as I was consistent, I knew I would see results. And that's like where it kind of all shifted for me um, in 2017 where I was like, all right, Let's just be super consistent for, um, like, you know, several months and just see what happens. And then in nine months, I was able to gain weight and I grew my booty and it was just amazing. It was the best feeling ever. So how did you gain weight? Yeah, so I, I, oh my gosh, I think, like I said, in 2013, that's when I started. And I remember my boyfriend coming home from work. Um, we were having lunch and he like found me like on the couch. I was so like sick because I like stuffed my face with all the food that I had. Like, cause I was like, all right, we're just going to gain weight. Let's do this. And I was I used so to do sick and like that. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. I'm like, okay, this is not a good idea. This is like terrible. Yeah. And so um, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out like, how can I consume more food? Because I just struggled so much. Um, so later on, I want to say it was a few months or maybe even a year later, I was like, okay, let's just start eating consistently. Let's just eat three times a day and see what happens. So I started eating three times a day and then it just became super like just a habit. Then I started eating more snacks. And then fast forward, um, maybe in some time in 2017, I was eating so super consistently that it wasn't really even something I thought about. So um, because I just started out small, I was able to gain weight um, pretty rather quickly, like 25 pounds in like about nine months. So, wow. What types yeah. of foods were you eating? Yeah, so I eat lots of lean meat, so like chicken. Um, sometimes I'd have some steak, um, and I would always make sure that I had a carb, a protein, and fat with every meal that I had. So. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't matter if I was like, you know, snacking or whatever. I would have avocados I loved, um, rice bowls. I love anything that I can put into a bowl and just eat like at the same time. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like keep life yeah, simple. It's so easy. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about, and for listeners who are listening in, I just, I know, I, I don't know if it's, just part of the African-American community or what, but I always used to get ripped on mm-hmm. for the fact of not being curvy enough, <laughs> which may be why I love yeah. booty building as well, because people always be like, mm-hmm. oh, like, like, this is sort of the thing to be thick, to be, you know what I mean? Like, was it 36, 24, yeah. 36, like to have those curves. And so I always would get sort of poked fun at because I always spoke super polite to so say, well, you know, you talk white and you have no curves. Which made me yes, yes, feel like girl, <laughs> like you know, it made me feel like I had less than a place place in this society or outside of a group 
because of my lack of curves. So when people are asking, like, wait, why are you trying to gain weight? That's just to give you some context to that. That's at least where I'm coming from. Can you talk about, like, having confidence and self-love with and without Bootylicious Curves? Yeah. So I... I completely understand where you're coming from because I definitely was not curvy. I mean, I had a little booty even when I was um, small. I had a little something there, but yeah. I wasn't um, like super curvy by any means. And so I totally understand feeling that kind of pressure and, you know, kind of being like criticized for like, you know, just being super skinny, super small. Um, but I think when I, before I started gaining weight, I, you know, I can easily, I can say that, okay, I, you know, started to love myself before, but you know what, to be honest, I really didn't start to really love um, my body until I really, I started to see it. I started to see the, the physical changes, but to be honest, like even before I started to see those physical changes, there was something happening where I was like, okay, I'm actually just super happy that I'm doing this, that I'm staying focused and like, even if I don't have like this, you know, huge booty or all these curves, like I've committed to something and I've committed to myself. So I really just started to love the process more than just what my, you know, end game was. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I think it's just so important to, you know, in the beginning, you're not going to see those curves. So you have to like find something that's going to just kind of push you um, because it's a long journey and it's sad sometimes and it's lonely, but you know, you have to just keep pushing forward and just find something that keeps you going. How did you sort of juggle? Because you're right, it can be lonely. So how did you keep on going the yeah. moments when you do feel alone or when you go to a family gathering, go out with friends and they're eating something different than what when than what you're ordering, you know? Are you like getting up early to go to the Girl. gym and everyone's at home <laughs> sleeping? <laughs> like, how do you handle that? Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I am like, so I'd go out with my friends and I'd be eating a lot of food and they just, and sometimes they just be like, um, you know, like, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish that was my body, like, you know, and, but they just don't understand that. Like, it's hard for me to gain weight. Like, this is something that I have to really try at. So, you know, there was this fat shaming and skinny shaming, and I just don't think everyone gets that. But, um, what would happen um, is that I would go out with friends and they would say that, but then I'd be like, okay, well, just kind of put it in perspective. Like they may not get it and that's okay. I'll find other people who do get it to talk to about uh, my journey. So I went on Instagram trying to find other people. And honestly, it was so lonely because I couldn't find anyone that kind of looked like me, you know, but black girl trying to do the damn thing. You know, I really just would see the same kind kinds of girls. And yeah. so that's kind of why I decided to do what I'm doing because I want there to be better representation in the fitness industry. Um, you know, I know that there's some really amazing um, black fitness women, but I just think that there needs to be more. So um, to go back to your question, <laughs> <laughs> right, girl? I know you know. So to go back to your question, like it's lonely, but you just have to re- you just spend a little time trying to reach out to other people or look for those people and even if they're not like your friends if you see them on Instagram like that really helps like it helped me in the beginning to see just some people who weren't curvy um who ended up getting curved like that just really motivated me and pushed me yeah yeah and so 
to sort of tie into it, do you ever feel pressure since you are sort of like out there and leading the pack, so to speak, in this field? Do you ever feel pressure to look a certain way or to have like, I call it like the booty pose on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? Where like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that yes. like, the and then the camera slide and you know, and so you pop out your lower mm-hmm. back just a little bit. Do you ever feel pressure to live up to a certain aesthetic? Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Every day. Yes. I mean, I would be lying if I said no. Um, Mm -hmm. So my boyfriend's a photographer. And so he takes all of my photos. So I will be going out and I'll be like, babe, make sure my booty looks good. Make sure my booty looks good. And then he's like, does every photo have to be a booty photo? I'm like, yes, because I'm the booty guru. I have to. Like, you know, (laughs) But I, I feel like it's really not that serious. At the end of the day, it doesn't have to all be about the booty because it's not all about the booty. Right. I mean, that's just you know, it just happens that I now have a booty because I've been working out my lower body. But it's more about the mindset and lifestyle, um, not just about the booty. (laughs) Yeah. I have to remind myself that. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, and I think even person looking from the outside, they might at first notice like the delicious assets, the booty gains, you know, and that sort of like draws them in. And then they discover the beauty of the mindset. Exactly, exactly. And I think it can be it can be hard when you're just looking at Instagram, right? People don't really know you, which is why I try to create content on um, Instagram and Facebook that lets them know, yes, I love growing booties and I love growing my booty, but it's more than just that, you know, at the end of the day, like your booty is not what's going to change your life. <laughs> True. <laughs> Even though it feels like it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, for, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it has definitely helped, but, yeah. you know, it's also just how you feel about yourself and how you act, you know? Yeah. With no. or without the booty. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> What's the key to having the mindset for training to be able to stay consistent to it? Yeah, I think for me what um, is so important you just have to be disciplined at the end of the day like you have to be disciplined and make no excuses because you know if you're not consistent guess what you're going to stay right where you are so i just i take like i have like a known bs no excuse policy like you know i know that there's times where you'll feel down or sad or like tired and i get that and i have those moments but i really try and just stay disciplined because i'm not going to feel motivated every day that's just yeah. the truth. Like there are days where I'm like, this is the last thing I want to do. And the last thing I want to do is eat, uh, eat or like go to the gym or, you know, just work out or anything, but you have to just stay focused, stay disciplined. And so your mindset really just has to be focused on what are your goals. And if those goals are important to you, then you'll do anything you can to achieve them. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier in the beginning, and this is why I love you because I love the fact that you're mixing fashion and fitness and like, like your pictures yes, are gorgeous. You have that flair. I'm like, yes, girl, get it. Yes. <laughs> but, that, but that term bougie, what does the term bougie mean to you? Like, how do you define bougie? Yes. Yeah. I, I love, love that you asked that question. I was hoping that you would ask me that because I know a lot of people will think like bougie just like, um, is this person who like maybe like thinks that they're better than someone or who's like living this lifestyle 
that's like maybe not real or anything like that. I know there can be some negative connotations to that, but for me, being bougie, you know, means feeling and acting like literally the best version of yourself without apology. So yes, Um, I like to go out and buy nice things. Yes, I like the finer things in life, but at the end of the day, like it's my life and I'll live my life the way I want to live it, regardless of anybody else. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you don't take other people into account. Like, you know, I still care about people, obviously, but I live my life for me. And I live my life to have the best life I can possibly have so I can help other people, you know? Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like so um, amazing. Like that gives me chills. That's beautiful. Thanks. Like, I mean, it took me a while to figure out, like, you know, I knew, no, for, like, I knew for a while that, you know, I loved the essence of being bougie. I loved it. I, but I couldn't really pinpoint like, what did I love about it? And then I realized that it was just more than just materialistic things. It was just like, you know, how I felt and how I acted. So that's why I just, I mean, that's why I created the program. So. Wow. And what is the program? Yeah. So it's actually, um, I'm releasing, um, or launching the program this week. Um, so June, June, uh, June 7th or 8th, yeah, something like that. Uh, so it's a 90-day or three-month fitness and lifestyle program. So not only, like, will it tell you, like, you know, what you need to do to gain weight, gain muscle, um, grow a booty, but also why you're doing it. And this program is, you know, um, tailored to whoever, whoever I'm working with. So it's like a one-on-one coaching program. And there's okay. lots and lots of details about like you know nutrition fitness you know the bougie mindset you know things like that to really um equip you with the tools that you'll need after 90 days to continue on with your journey oh so it launches june 8th but so this part for listeners since it's coming out a little bit later they can still join then because it's like uh yeah yes, definitely okay awesome. yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah so i'll definitely maybe you'll put in the um and then notes, like you can oh, yeah. for people yeah, to yeah. join. Yeah. <laughs> All your stuff. What would you say has yeah. been your biggest challenge in this? I think my biggest challenge is, you know, I put so much pressure on myself, I think. And I want to do everything and I want to do it right. I want it to be perfect. Um, and I want, and I want myself to be perfect. And I realize sometimes that's not, that's not realistic. Like I sometimes I'll make unrealistic goals and like have unrealistic deadlines. And that's something I know about myself. So um, I know that when I do sit down to create goals, I'll have to like, I have to pull back sometimes. So I'm just like, okay, girl, get it together. You're like, you know, you can't do, you only have a certain amount of time. So you can't do all these things. Um, you know? So I, I think that for me, I've had to like really look at myself and like scale back a bit. Cause I just, I can get so lost in the details and I think that's just my personality. I'm a Virgo, so that's just who I am. <laughs> how how do you scale back? Because I do the same thing too, where I'll have fifty million ideas yeah. and be like, Yes, let's get it <laughs> you know, like I'm yes, gonna yes. <laughs> How do you know like what's the right amount of work and like, you know, yeah. goals and, yeah. and like when to take it back without so, stuff that you have to? Yeah, definitely. So what I do is I just take a minute and like, I'll try and envision with what I want my next three months or what I want my next six months or year to look like. 
And Mm. then I'll be like, okay, what do I need to do to make that happen? And usually it's like one or two things that I really need to do to get to that point. And sometimes it can be more than those one or two things, but they may not be as urgent or as important um, right now. So I just really just think about, okay, I look at my the full year or the next three months and think about like what I need to do. But then um, I'll also take it back and think about these short-term goals. So sometimes I'll get lost in those long-term goals. So short-term, I think, is so much easier to you know focus on. So I knew that I had this program that I wanted to launch. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're going to focus on this one big project. And after that, I can focus on the other things that I want to do. Good for you to be able to narrow it in that focus yeah. like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you really just have, even with fitness, like you really just have to, because, like, you know, there'll be some women who want to um, grow their booty, um, have six pack abs. And I'm like, girl, you got to pick one or the other for now because it yeah. those are, you know, different strategies to do and sometimes to do either, to accomplish either one. So, like, you really just have to focus, like, what do you want to do right now? And usually it is with my clients is, you know, they want to grow their booty. And then also I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, have like this, you know, belly or anything like that for eating all this food. Yeah, but, no, you know, six pack yeah, yeah. abs are, are you, yeah. Yeah. Six pack abs are made in the kitchen. And right now if you're struggling to get all these calories to get muscle, then you need to focus on, you know, eating. And not necessarily on a caloric deficit. So you just gotta you gotta narrow down your goals and focus. Oh, I love that. What what is your favorite client story? Experience you have a client. My favorite oh my goodness. Yeah, so I have this one client and she is like the most dedicated she's just so dedicated. Uh-huh. And you know, without fail, she's always, always following my advice and asking questions and the other day, she told me a story about like how she was in such a bad place in her life um, before we started working together. Like she was just so depressed, and um, you know there were things going on in her family. She was just so uncomfortable with her body, and you know even though right now we're not, she's not at the goal weight that she wants to be quite yet. She's just feeling so much better about herself, and that's why I tell my clients like you're going to feel the change before you actually see the change. And so she, like, I can tell that she's feeling it and, you know, just makes me realize that this is why I'm doing what I'm doing to, you know, we're not only just growing booties out here, we're changing lives. So (laughs) that's my goal. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Do you have any advice for any um, entrepreneurs who are following their passion? Yeah, you know, I think what's so important, I didn't realize this um, until recently, you need to invest in yourself because if you're not investing in yourself, how can you, you know, expect other people to want to invest in you or, you know, buy your product or buy your service? So it took me a while. I mean, I'm a new entrepreneur, so um, it took me a minute to just kind of figure that out. Like, you know, I was so nervous about, you know, dropping all this cash on my business, but then I realized that like, you know, this is my business. And if this is something super important to me, then I need to focus on it and I need to be willing to invest in it. Otherwise, why am I doing what I'm, what I'm doing? You know? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, that's so, so true. It is an investment. I'm circling back. It is. And it's an investment in you. Yes. 
Yep, just like your workout is, just like your reps, just like your nutrition. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Circling back around to, like, when we began, you were talking about um, fitness and fashion, which I love because I have this whole thing about femininity. And, you know, when yes. you dig into the fitness industry, most of the fitness protocols were designed by men. So it was initially designed for women's yeah. body and, and mind. And yes, there are some popular female trainers, but the majority of the trainers in like the high visibility places are men as well. What would you yeah. think fitness would look like if Eva Longoria, Halle Berry, and Beyonce were the founding females of fitness instead? Girl, well, for one, we'd we'd have yoga pants and leggings that would fit right. <laughs> so I struggle so much finding um, leggings that fit my booty and my waist. Like yeah. it is a struggle. So <laughs> and it just and those kinds of things. Yeah, it might sound surface level, but it's so important. No, it's not. So then it's you so feel not like surface you, level. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because it's like, then you feel like, you know, someone cared enough about you to create clothes that make you feel comfortable, you know? I think that if those powerful women were, you know, founders of the fitness industry, I really think that we'd have, one, more fit females, and two, I think that just creates such a great opportunity for, you know, because you mentioned um, women of color, I think it just makes such a great, it creates such a great opportunity for women of color, women of color in the youth um, to just really just do the damn thing and feel like not only do they have to just focus on fitness, but like they can do whatever it is that they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Why do you think there's, I don't want to say there's a lack of us or a lack of women in color in fitness, but why do you think we're not as visible? Yeah, right. And that's the thing that I just, I've always struggled with. I think, you know, I've gotten the point where sometimes I'm just like I just need to get off social media because I see the same literally the same type of person and I know that sometimes you just need to surround yourself with you know people who look like you but like I why do I have to try so hard you know what I'm saying like why like I that's something I still I I honestly don't know the answer but it's something that pushes me to become more visible in this field because I want people to see me and be like yes she did it so I can do it yeah no, I, I agree. And it's so important. I just, representation is just everything. And I remember growing up um, in a predominantly white neighborhood on, at one point in my life or going to predominantly white school and just yeah. always feeling kind of like on the outs because I, we, I couldn't necessarily relate with all of those um, people at my school. I mean, they didn't really understand my hair or yeah. things like that. You know, like you couldn't really just talk to um the uh, to other people about those things they just it was always like oh this weird thing you know yeah so that's why it's so important to have representation I I just it you know hurts my heart sometimes to just think that there's some girl looking on Instagram being feeling like damn like why isn't there more people that look like me you know what I'm saying oh yeah yeah that rips my heart yeah. that's sad that's yeah. like how do you so like, how do you have the sense of self and the sense of being confident um, when you are sort of raised in an area where you're a little bit on the outside? Like, how do you find out who you are yeah. in that situation? 
honestly, I think for me, it has to do a lot with my mom. She just really taught me that, like, you know, yes, you are going to be in an area where you don't look like people, and people are going to say terrible things to you, but just know that um, the usual mom things, like, you're so, that you're beautiful, that you're perfect, that it's just yeah. so sweet, but also, it's just, like, you have to be your own cheerleader at the end of the day because you yeah. cannot rely on other people to see your vision or to see you for you like yes you know most be people in your life who will see that like your significant others or your best friends or whatever it is but you really just have to be your own cheerleader like I relied on myself so much um throughout my life and that's what you just need to do you really really have to be that person for yourself that's so true. And brief little side note here, but your mom was 120% yeah. right because you are drop dead gorgeous. So, <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're so I saw sweet. your Thank picture. You, you are drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks, Boo. You too, girl. <laughs> Thanks, Queen. Thank you. What? Okay, so this question might seem a little bit silly, um, but what would be your advice for working out while protecting your weave, or just in general, working out and hair? <laughs> Girl, oh, no, that is not silly. That is real life, real life <laughs> stories right there. Yeah. So for me, so I'm pretty lucky in the fact that I don't sweat a lot, so I. I don't struggle too much with getting sweat all up in my hair, but sometimes yeah. in the back of my little kitchen, like looks a little crazy. So I like to wrap like some sort of like silk wrap like while I'm working out sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. If I know it's going to be a little bit more intense Two, um, you know, sometimes you can just let it go. Well, just be natural with it. Like go to the gym with some natural hair and then take care of it later. If you don't want your hair to be natural, like if you don't want to have your kinks going on, but what I do, and I'm not even kidding, like, I go to the gym with extensions on uh, because for me, and with the full beat and all of it, like, I love oh, yeah. looking good when I go to the gym, oh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's something about it. Yeah. And I got those eyelashes going on. Mm-hmm. Girl, I, yes. I know I love you. Because <laughs> it's a date. Working out is a date with yourself. So whether I'm doing it at a gym, at a home, at a park, you know, it's, it's a date. Mm, girl, I love that. It is. It is a date. Oh, I love it. And, and I also, I will second your thing with um, the whole booty building side of things. Because I noticed, like, yeah. when I do more booty building, actually, I don't tend to sweat as much. Like, I'll still sweat, but it's not like yeah. buckets pouring out where it totally ruins my hair. You know, but it's still Right. Effective. And, yeah. Yeah. No, that's... Exactly. And I, I don't really do too much cardio. I really, I'm not a fan of cardio and I know it's good for you. There's a place for it. But for me, I don't necessarily do it often. If I do cardio, it's maybe 15 minutes on the Stairmaster. Um, <laughs> so that really helps for me. But I know not everybody's the same and that, you know, there is a, definitely a place for cardio. So I'd like yeah. to just embrace the sweat, girl. Get yourself a real good um, facial spray, a setting spray, and you're good to yeah. go. <laughs> Which one do you use? I love using, honestly, NYX has a, I love their matte one. It works pretty well for me. And like oh. I'll, it's like this matte um, little spray thing, and it's so cheap. So I, and it works very well for me. So I use that one. And then there's another one by Benefit that I use too. Uh -huh. but that one has a more dewy look. So, 
um, I'm sometimes I don't wear it when I go to the gym because I'm already a little little bit sweaty in my face, so I don't I don't need that dewy on top of dewy look. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. What does the phrase femininity mean to you? Yeah, and I love that you asked this question because um, it, I I was thinking about it. What does what does that mean to me? Like, what do I think when I hear that? phrase and I honestly I really think that it has to do with just feeling confident and owning your mind and body similar to um being bougie you know I just I see the how it relates to one another because when I'm thinking about it I'm like girl I'm bougie and feminine I love it but it's yeah. just feeling confident and owning yourself like you love yourself and you love your body you love your mind and yes I'm not this woo-woo person where I feel like, okay, you're always going to feel that way. But at the end of the day, just know, girl, you got it. And you got yourself. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I love that. I love that. Um. So I didn't realize it was such a thing because I don't, at least personally, I haven't encountered it as much. I did when I was first starting out um, in the street. But mm-hmm. in terms of the whole concept of woman and late weightlifting and being big and bulky, um, I just mm-hmm. read a few weeks ago talking with another trainer and she was, she mentioned that she still has to educate women on like how weights and like how you're not going to get those big muscles like that. Um, and once in a while I have to educate someone, but not as much. How has it been for you? Like you talk a little bit about the importance of weightlifting and building muscle versus, and if there's nothing wrong, like if you're going for big yeah. muscles, like that's totally, I respect my, 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 you know. My nod to the queen who does want that, but for a woman who exercises and who are right. worried about weightlifting, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I'll have women um, that ask the same questions, like, or they'll say the same things that, like, okay, I don't really want to lift weights because I don't want to look like muscular and like bulky, and I want to, you know, feel like a woman, da da da, all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, like, there is lifting weights is not going to make you look bulky or not look like a woman. And there's nothing wrong with one looking bulky. That's what you love. Um, But also I let them, I just try and educate them that listen, like you need to be on a specific um, program or regimen in order to look that way. Like, you know, lifting weights six times a week, um, you know, having this um, diet or this nutrition plan, specifically focused on your goals is not going to give you a body or you're not going to get a body that you don't love. Like you're going to love yourself, but lifting weights is going to help you feel strong and lifting weights is going to give you some muscles, but you're not going to look like somebody you don't want to look like at the end of the day. So, you know, I, I still have to educate some of my girls on that, but it's, I just like you, I didn't realize that it was such a thing until you know I had yeah. clients telling me like, oh yeah that's why I'm not lifting I'm like girl you need to lift you need some muscles like come on oh you can't just like eat and then think you're going to like get a booty or you know what I'm saying or like get some yeah. arm muscles like that's not how that works <laughs> yeah like I almost thought things were getting better and then now I'm realizing that maybe they weren't I hate to say it maybe they weren't yeah. as, as, I, as I thought it was <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was getting exactly better. yeah yeah and I think also maybe putting head, picking heavy stuff up and putting it back down, like we put a masculine quality to that. But I don't know. I just know that it feels feels pretty feminine to me when I do it. <laughs> so I 
<laughs> me too. I'm like, yes, look at this strong ass queen right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally hear you. What advice would you give to your 11 year old self? And then what advice would you give to your 21 year old self? Okay, so my 11 year old self, I would definitely, I would tell myself, like, listen, girl, don't be in a rush to grow up. Like, enjoy the moment. I remember being um, 11, like, going into my mom's closet, trying to find, like, makeup, jewelry, just trying to, like, grow up so quickly. Um, But at the end of the day, life goes by so fast. And uh, I really just, I would have told myself, like, listen, girl, just chill. You're going to grow up. There's a time for that. But for now, just enjoy the moment. And so my 21-year-old self, I would say, I would tell her, listen, you don't need to have it all figured out. Um, I remember when I was 21, just trying to be like, being like, like I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, um, I have this whole life plan out. Like, I want to be married by this time, have kids by this time. I want to have this kind of yeah. career. I'm like, now thinking back on it, like, I'm like, girl, just chill. You don't need to have it all figured out. Like, life will happen. Like, life is going to happen and just have to kind of go with it and obviously still have some plans, but just kind of know that it's some, some things are out of your control and then God will help you along the way. So I don't have, to have it all figured out. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Where can we find you, Gorgeous? Where are you hanging out? What are your social media and your website um, spaces? Yeah. So I'm uh, on Instagram, like, all the time. <laughs> so you can find me at Charlene is there. So C H A R L E N E I Z E R E. And uh, my website is my name, Charlene is there.com. And um, also my name, you can find me on Facebook and join our weight gain squad. If you're trying to gain weight and grow a booty. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming. And Oh, you, you are fabulous. You really are. Like, you're just such a Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I was so, like, I. this was awesome. I'm just really happy that um, I know someone like you and that we were able to connect. Like, this has been such a great opportunity, and I am so excited to talk to you more. Yeah, that's what I love about us. It's like, as girlfriends, when we stand together, like, we really can, you know, lift up the world. That's the power of our sisterhood. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have to be about competition. It's about community. Right. I feel like, you know, and, you know, yes, you're a booty builder and yes, I'm a booty builder, but there's plenty of women trying to grow their booties. Like we can do it together. Right. Listen. Oh, I love I, that. Yeah. This could be a whole other podcast just on the fact that, you know, we stand right? together. <laughs> exactly. I yes, girl. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Thank you. Oh, beautifuls, thanks so much for peeking in and sitting down at a cocktail table with a gorgeous Charlene. Make sure you check out her stuff. She's truly, and I know you heard in this conversation, but she's so beautiful on the inside and out. Um, and she's so right. It's not about competition. It's about community. And that's how we that's how we get further together when we stand together as sisters and as queens. So remember to not only make life beautiful, but to be your own definition of beautiful. And I look forward to talking with you more next week. Love you. Hi, gorgeous. If any part of this podcast made you go, yes, girl, yes, girl, yes. (laughs) 
Please rate this podcast and leave a review below. This is a sisterhood, and the more we support each other, the more we get to stand together. To test out more booty building workouts, get your free six-day booty transformation guide at bombshellbuttlift.com. And in the words of Coco Chanel, you can be gorgeous at 30, charming at 40, and irresistible for the rest of your life. Love you. Have a beautiful day.